Hello, welcome back to Ramsey Speak. I'm Sam and I finally got my cheese knife back from Scarlet. And I'm Alfie and I'm sat here in Lycra just waiting for my invite to the Cycle Club, chafing ever so slightly. Darling, you're disrupting my chakras. And we are your Neighbours podcast covering all things from the most famous street in Australia. And this week we've had a new arrival in the shape of Prue. Can't miss her. Um, <laughs> Much where as do we want start? to miss her. <laughs> where do we start with Prue? What, what do we think of her? Uh, very mixed feelings. And I feel like a lot of people who watch the show have also got the same mixed feelings. I'm a little bit like, is she nervous? Maybe Denise Van Outen is a little bit, it was her first time in front of the camera on Neighbours and she was a bit apprehensive as to how to be Prue. Maybe that's why we're getting a very stiff wooden approach. Or maybe it's just sadly the way that Prue is going to be and in which case she's a character which really does not have anything which I enjoy watching on screen Mm, really mixed views I put a tweet out earlier um this week on Ramsey Speak and (laughs) literally the most mixed reviews we've had Mm. for a character so far Ian said I don't mind her it's an odd character that's been written to be odd Denise Van Outen plays her just fine But then one person above says, she's a lovely lady, I've met her once, but she's wooden and she's not the best person for the role as Harlow's mother, which I'm more swayed towards. I think Harlow's really strong, independent, not Essexy at all. And then you've got this mother character who's really Essexy and just really bizarre. Well, I just don't think the two things are coming across very well at the moment. I think Prue and Denise Van Outen as a person are very like well put together. You know, she looks fantastic. And I don't think that's particularly what I had in my head of what Prue was like. I thought Prue would be more like Jemima, you know, when mm, she was like a bit, yeah. of a, nut, a bit of a nutter and a bit just kind of like all over the place, had her beliefs and that's what she would push upon people. But Prue instead seems like a very like middle-class English person, you know, mm. Denise Fowlson, like you said, she's got the Essex accent, which doesn't really work with Harlow, but whatever. And then she's coming in, she's talking about, her chakras and the energy and, you know, bad vibes. And you think, this doesn't seem anything like what you are as a character. Jamie said, I can't make up my mind whether her acting is terrible or the character of Prue is actually just meant to be terrible. And that is a really valid point. I don't think we've seen enough of her yet to work that out. I mean, arguably, I've absolutely seen enough of her. But um... (laughs) yeah, and I suppose thinking about those sorts of characters, when Pierce um, came in with that, what what was her name that he was engaged to? Uh, Ebony? Ebony, yeah. Ebony was quite kind of like stiff wooden character, but then I suppose that's kind of the way she's written into the show. She's supposed to be someone who's a bit, you know, she's got like a rod up her ass and she's all a bit, can't think of the word for it, but not enjoyable to watch really, but that kind of is what she is. Awkward in an awkward way of a character. And I suppose as an actor, maybe that's quite difficult because you know you're being cast, coming across like a bumbling kind of mess. So is that hard to play that? whilst looking really good as an actor. I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's a hard then also, one. I suppose, yeah, she is just weird. Like, she's been written weirdly. She's part of this, like, cult group, as um, mm. as Harlow's explained. And I just think that in itself is a little bit odd. Like, you know, wh- where do you draw upon to try and create a character that's part of this cult group who's not supposed to have anything to do with a daughter or anything like that? It is weird, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, another one of our um, tweeters said, I think her acting is meant to be an inside joke. Denise is purposely like that. And if you've watched her on The Big Breakfast, she was like that, which I kind of get. But as Bobby said, what accent is she supposed to be speaking? She was awful on EastEnders. And apparently she was going to be cast as Linda, who was like the lead character on EastEnders at that point. So really weird crossover from another soap, a very kind of famous British soap. She wasn't in it for very long 
arguably probably because it didn't go down very well then either from mm-hmm. what I remember. So weird, weird casting. Uh, I'm not sure if, you know, the team in Australia were told that she's this big name in, in England or what, <laughs> but I'm finding her weird, but probably not as weird as Prue found Paul as he stumbled through the door. Unraveling a lot of hard work. Okay, so go and sit quietly in a corner and um, until Granada Therese get back. I don't need to see them. Yes, you do. I want to show you that they're responsible, trustworthy people, good role models. Brew, Alice here. Hey, how are we? And you were saying? <laughs> Iconic and the most cheeky laugh from Paul. That scene was so reminiscent. I saw tweets about it um, saying it was so reminiscent of scenes in the very, very early days of Neighbours when Paul was back then and a teenager and they were, you just know, young they lad. were drinking, yeah, and it was just those sorts of scenes. I thought it was great and the, the perfect way for Paul to meet Prue on Ramsey Street. I just, oh, it was great. It was really good and it's interesting that Paul and Therese had a really fun episode, actually. They were supposed to go to the, the yeah. cup and then instead they got in a limo, had a bit of sexy time in the back, stumbled back, but obviously only Paul would have been drunk because Therese doesn't drink yeah. at the moment. Um, so <laughs> weird, weird episode. I really enjoyed their dynamics. And then we got to see a little little scenes off, off of Ramsey Street. I thought it worked really well, actually. And seeing him stumble back and fall over her with his one leg was was really well done. It was really comical. It was cheeky and it came as part of the episode where, you know, lots of fun stuff was happening. It was the Melbourne Cup and we were on location and yeah, they were in the limo and Prue arrived. And I felt like the whole thing was very just fun, wasn't it? If you think about it, we've had a lot of comings and goings with Paul and Therese recently. We've had all the ex-wives come back. We've had mm-hmm. Harlow join, Roxy join, and now we've got Prue. So actually in Neighbours right now, a lot of the storylines that are being created are all revolving around the fact that someone's come in to see Paul and Therese or Harlow or whoever. Yeah. So that's quite interesting. I don't know where that's going to take us in the future. It's a lot of people. Yeah, well, I quite like it. And I feel like, you know, the Robinsons, as Therese is now a Robinson, Mm. are such a central part of the show and always have been. And what I kind of hope upon now is that the Robinson family expands. Like what we asked at the Cannings, and I'm still fingers crossed that we're going to bring in some young Cannings and make that family grow. But I hope that the Robinsons grow. And with Therese, you know, we got Roxy who came in and that's adding to that family clan. And then we've got Harlow. And I hope, I just want that to grow some more because there's so many avenues you can go down with the Robinsons. Mm, and we saw an article this week online that uh, executive producer Jason Herbinson said that he got some audience feedback from the UK, which said they just want Paul and Therese together. Mm. Which I think was really valid. I think we all got to a point where it was the will they, won't they, that just needed to happen. Everyone was a bit bored of it and they weren't going to get with anyone else because it just would have meant recasting and bringing in so many additional cast members. Yeah. So that was really interesting that that feedback was taken on board and the show was actually affected by that audience feedback. Yeah, I agree. And I think... Audience feedback is so important. That's what we do on this. You know, we chat about it. We chat what we'd like. I am still asking, as I said, for the Cannings to grow as a family. <laughs> You're going to keep the saying strongest it, <laughs> family on the street. They should grow. Um, but yeah, I think it's nice that they took the audience on board because I know that I felt very much like, oh, for goodness sake, just get Paul and Therese together now. Like it went on for too long. And so it's good that they're together. And I'm loving their scenes together. And I was unsure it would work. I thought actually yeah. it would add a really boring element but I think they're just as fun characters now they're just together. But that's what Rebecca said who plays Therese. She said, we didn't want 
our characters to get together because we thought it would become really boring. Mm. But we're seeing in the last few weeks, even with Harlow and Roxy, there's so many layers to the Robinsons, as you say, and you can expand that family, you can contract it. And as long as it's got, you know, a basis in that house, I think it makes a lot of sense for the street. I agree. I agree. And I love the teenage dynamic, I think, because of Harlow and Roxy, there's no boring side to Therese and Paul because they've got all the events that happen between those like, you know, I mean, Roxy's an absolute nutter and mm. Harlow's the sensible one. I think you're never going to get bored of that. Well, Harlow may be sensible, but her mother's not as sensible and seems to have fallen for the classic Gary Canning womanizer trick. What is it that makes you so irresistible? Is it the pigeons? The polo shirts? Or... <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't say I'm irresistible. No, she just passed you out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, no, I'm not complaining. I just wish she hadn't said what she said about Amy. Oh, she was apologetic, though, right? Well, she's pretty keen to make up for it. <laughs> I haven't had a night like that for ages. <laughs> you know, first I liked her, and then it got a bit rocky, and then I really liked her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I've got to head off. I've got an early morning ride with the boys. Oh, right, well, it's part of your new health kick. Well done. Uh, yeah. Think of the energy a ride will give you. So it's a wonderfully social sport cycling, isn't it? You know? I mean, the, the camaraderie that's forged when you achieve the crest of the summit, <laughs> then the exhilaration of the downhill descent. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sadly, I'm, I'm, I'm riding solo at the moment. Mm. Yes, Carl, you can come along if you like. Oh, no, 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 I wasn't hinting. Could you wait to ask for my morning shift? Yeah, yeah. mate, could I, could I take along? Because, well, now I've got a woman to impress. <laughs> sure, why not? Ah. All right, boys, let's clear out the lycra, because we have got a peloton. Oh, Ooh, a peloton. Tres bon, mon ami. Nothing actually puts a smile off on my face more than the three of them in a scene oh, together so just good. catching up. I just think it's really realistic and the three of them just bounce so well off each other. Oh, it's just the best dynamic. And it takes me back to when Toadie didn't speak to Cole for a while over all the Sonya news. And it really frustrated me, if you remember when we spoke about mm. it on the show, because it just didn't seem realistic to me. Toadie and Cole are like brothers or father and kind of son. And Gary adds to that dynamic because... Gary is such a, Damien is such a competent actor. Mm. I really enjoy his scenes. And actually he brings so many different levels to his character. He can be quite feeble. He can be a bad romantic. He can be funny. He can get angry and be upset. And in those scenes, even then he's talking, I've got a woman to impress now. Like you believe that he's that Australian man who just thinks that's what he needs to do. I think he's just great at playing that that role. I really do. I also love that he's been uh, written to be this character who does just pair off with any woman who seems to come to Erisborough. <laughs> And I think it as works really well for him. As long as they've got a link to Paul, he's in. <laughs> I just think it works really well for him because when he was with Therese, that almost did put him in a in a boring box where he was just like an almost married off man. And he and was like now her he's kind of bitch. Like he wasn't the yeah. important one. She was the boss and he was the underdog. And I didn't really like that. Yeah, I feel like now Gary in his own right is such a standout character and he brings like so much comedy to the show. He's like you said, he's such a competent actor and he's so good at delivering those comedy scenes. So, so good. Alfie. You won't believe it. We uh, we have another sponsor. No way. Is it Gary's Pigeons? Uh, oh, not this week, but I'll be. Oh. I'll get in touch with them. They might be interested in future episodes. No, we've got um, a sponsor this week. It comes from the Erinsborough Real Estate Office. Oh my goodness! Should we have a listen? Yeah, please. Erinsborough Real Estate. You pick a house, we get you moving. With multiple sales on Ramsey Street, we're your go-to for a quick 
easy and paperwork-free renting and purchases. Just take your pick of your favourite house and we'll get you moved in in as little as 12 hours. One happy customer, a doctor from Erinsborough, couldn't believe how easy the process was. Without even a deposit, he was able to purchase a house and enjoy his new swimming pool just that afternoon. Another one of our landlords didn't even have to put his place on the market as the customers came flooding in. So pick up the phone today and get moving with Erinsborough Real Estate. We're already helping you unpack. Wow. I mean, it must be made a comment just from our sponsor. They just wanted to make everyone aware that it's got nothing to do with Mel. She's not involved in the real no, estate office at, at all. No, it's not at the company anymore. No, there is no, no she Mel. Left. Yeah. So there's nothing dodgy going Don't on Don't worry, Chelly fans. She's not coming back. Yeah, she's not. Back <laughs> off. Don't come for us. Um, yeah, no Mel involved. But, you know, great sponsor this week. Really what great. brilliant sponsor. I know. I the last is complex for supporting us. Well, exactly. Someone who doesn't have support, we oh. should say, seamlessly linked, is Kersha. <laughs> oh, Kersha. It's most support from her parents why are they being so awful to her support her future for goodness sake and all she wants is peace in the family uh am i getting no wait can't you just stay and hang out pretend everything's normal i hate that you're fighting because of me none of this is because of you it was my scholarship application and your uncle should have stayed well out of it Bless her. She just wants the whole family to be reunited and just give her what she blimmin' wants, which is a quick and easy exit off Ramsey <laughs> she Street just and wants over to, to leave Sydney. This house. She's <laughs> sharing her bedroom with eighteen other people. Exactly. Let her go. <laughs> the dog's sitting next to her. Oh, and sleeping. <laughs> yeah, bless her. Um, I do. You know, I do think she's going to leave. This storyline's just been set up so she is going to go. Mm. And good for her. I think. Yeah, be brilliant. And you know, the, the family will stay on, and we can just hope that Kershaw will continue to come back for little guest moments yeah. and show her that she's still involved i really like the dynamic of having younger children on the show and i know she's not a child but you understand what i mean yeah. in terms of you have a baby you have a talking child or you have a teenager that's kind of the levels of a soap um kersha is really nice because she bridges the gap between young and old she gives you an in-between she's not trying to drink she's not dating she just brings an element of family to the show and especially to the house of trouser which i really like I really enjoy that too. And I also slightly worry, but, you know, fingers crossed it won't happen, that when Kersha does go, um, I hope that it doesn't become a show which doesn't have any of those younger characters. Mm. Like you said, that bridge between young and old. And because they won't have those younger characters, it then becomes like teen focused. Yes. Because, you know, Erinsborough High is starting up, which is all teen focused. It's all based at the school. And because of that, you worry like, oh, are we about to go into an era again where it's all teenage pregnancies, drinking, getting their first relationships? which I'm excited for in Ernst mm. High, but do we want to see it on the street? I don't know. I think Yashvi is such a strong character for the for the kind of Rebecca clan. So it will be interesting to see how that develops. And talking of Yashvi, let's have a little listen to her intro in the first episode of Ernst High, which dropped today, the same day this podcast came out. If you haven't watched it yet, here is a little opening tease of Ernst High. Go to school, get an education. We're told that from the minute we're born. But what really goes on in a place like Erinsborough High? What really goes on in a place like Erinsborough High? Mm. Apart from crazy teachers, crazy students. (laughs) 
crazy Erinsborough High, crazy building, crazy... Everything's crazy in Erinsborough High. I'm so excited for this. We've obviously seen the first episode. Yeah, we watched it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Do you know what? It is good. It is good. It is really good. It's so different, and I found that quite jarring initially. That's not a negative, but we're so used to the coziness of Neighbours, and this is so different. Yeah, do you know what? It's gritty, and the main thing that we noticed at first is when you watch Neighbours, especially now, you know that there's that soft blur behind them. It's all bright. Even when it's pouring down with rain, and you can see it's pouring down with rain, they've chucked a bright light on it to make it like a sunny day. And that's what you get with Neighbours. Erinsborough High, they've pulled all the colours out of everything. Everything is dark and it's mm. a bit grey. And there's, you know, the tones in their faces have changed. And all of that adds yeah. to this gritty, kind of like late night drama aspect Absolutely. that you would see on Australian drama or even UK drama for that. I really enjoy, there's a scene in uh, episode one with Yashvi and Dippy in Harold's. And it's shot so differently to how we normally shoot on that set. So mm. the cameras are always kind of offset uh, and you look into the room, if that yeah. makes sense, with the three walls. In this scene, you've got a camera nice and t- uh, close, tight up against the drinks machine. And you're getting this really beautiful, very drama, picturesque shot that you just don't get in a soap because it's fast turnaround and the cameras are just pretty much locked and it's like a couple of takes and we're done. This feels like a lot more time has been spent onto it. It's far more stylized. It is the, the color grading on it is really clever because it is so different. And I do think it's so aggressively different that for the first kind of 10 minutes of the show, you will be like, oh, this is weird because I'm seeing the school but it looks totally different. I'm seeing Harold mm. and it looks totally different. And it it is totally like you're getting an eye into Erinsborough and Neighbours in a completely new way, which is so exciting. I remember for the first 10 minutes, I felt very much like I wasn't sure what I thought of it as a show because, as we said, the cosiness of Neighbours is what you're used to. And to see those characters and those sets in a different setting just made me feel a bit like, oh, is this the side I want to see? Because, you know, it's always sunny in Erinsborough, suddenly in Erinsborough High things are quite dark Mm. like you know the whole story is to do with a pupil who goes missing etc etc and the stories that go on you know we explore uh, lgbtq plus themes themes of relationships you know drinking as we said there's the odd swear word that drops in it is completely different to neighbors as a show and at first that was very much like oh you know shit get my head around this This i've got to think of it as a different show and it is totally led by a young cast, pretty much. There's a few teachers and characters from the main show that cross over. However, it is mostly led by a really, really talented, skilled, trained young cast. And it was so exciting for me when the credits rolled to see someone's name pop up in the credits who had been training and working as a performance coach for Erinsborough High. And that was Sonia. Eve Maury worked on this as the <laughs> performance coach. Oh my God. She did. And you know what? It does really show because, um, I mean, I think the acting has got stronger in many of our younger casts recently. Really so have. I do think yeah. there's been some coaching there. But um, Yashvi, it's Olivia, who plays Yash- Yashvi, her performance, and she completely leads Erinsborough High. Yes. She is the kind of like central character for it. Her performance is so strong and actually quite incredible. Like, the narrative which she brings and the way she delivers the lines, I just think like without her, it wouldn't be as good. It, it She is fantastic. Let's have a listen to one of her monologues. I think there's so much emotion in it. And as you say, she just comes across so effortlessly brilliant. Everyone thinks I'm so pumped to be finishing school. And granted, I made everyone think that. But the truth, I have no idea what I want to do with my life. And not even a 99.95 ATAR can change that. I'm not good enough to play professional footy. So what else is there? 
I've had all year to come up with a plan B. What if I never do? I guess this live thing just proves that maybe none of us really know what we're doing. It really is so different. Even the way which there's more pauses in the lines and everything feels a bit more stretched out. I'm guessing that's a timing thing. You know, it was going to be an on-demand thing and it's different to doing a soap. It's half break. And also less characters. They didn't need to get as many storylines in. true. But um, it really is completely different, but really exciting. Mm. I really, really enjoy the format. I love that they've gone for the school format. Erinsborough High has been a staple of Neighbours since the beginning. Mm. If it wouldn't have been a school spin-off, what would you have liked to have seen? I suppose there's loads you can do with Erinsborough because, you know, Laster's Hotel, mm. you can make it a very Hotel Babylon-esque and Hotel explore Babylon. the naughtiness yeah. that goes on in Laster's. Well, I think we've all seen that with the sex tape, so we don't need any more of that. <laughs> or you could do some kind of like uh, the waterhole post 8pm and what mm. goes on after the pub quiz. You know, you could maybe explore that. Or I suppose the hospital. You've got so many storylines that can come out of a hospital. Yeah, it was really interesting. I was reading uh, on the the lovely, brilliant, the Perfect Blend website that has interviewed so many of the cast and crew over the years. Uh, Jeff Payne, who plays Clive Gibbons, he left Neighbours many years ago and there was a plan to pursue a kind of mini spin-off where it was a hospital drama. But I'm pretty sure I read that the show got canned because the Network 10 bosses changed and they said, oh, let's wipe the slate clean. Anything that's been in production, we don't want to do. We're going to book our own things. So that never happened. Um, so that this could have been our second spin-off. So really interesting that that was so close to happening, actually. You with your fun facts. I know, fun facts there. Da-ding! I've got a few more fun facts about Erinsborough oh, High, just always, in case. I didn't always know. Always sitting on a fun fact or two. Always sitting on a fun fact. Well, did you know that school has been around for 70 years because it celebrated its 40th anniversary in 1987 on screen? So it's actually a pretty old school. Okay. Good fun fact. But even better than that, Jim Robinson was apparently one of the first Ramsey Street residents to attend the school that we know of. Really? We never saw him on screen, but apparently attended. Okay. The Now, this is my favourite one, and I feel like most people know this, and it's a real pub quiz one, but you don't always remember it, which is the Erinsborough High motto is in Latin, and if you translate it, it roughly translates to, with a little understanding, you will find the perfect blend. Oh, I my think goodness. It's as clever as when people's mind is blown when they realise that Erinsborough is neighbours in another order. Yeah, so when I went on the neighbours tour, that's when I learned that for the first really? time. And that completely blew my mind. My jaw, like, dropped to the floor. But if if they hit me then with that fact of the <laughs> Erinsborough High, like, motto, blimmin' I probably would have just I really had a little that. meltdown. They probably don't even teach Latin there. They barely go into classes. Right. The school has also had a councillor on screen, but only in 2005. Can you guess who the councillor was? I, I, I literally it's a staple don't know. character. Oh, like a, like, I don't know, Carl Kennedy? Of course it's Carl Kennedy, because, you know, <laughs> there's only Susan and Carl that can basically run that school, yeah. apart from when one of their family, like Libby is or Ellie, is running it on the side. Because also Carl obviously wasn't busy saving every no, life ever in Erinsborough. not at all. Yeah. And talking of Susan, she is the only principal who has been acting head and head of the school on a number of different occasions. So she was head from 1998 to 2002, then acting from 2013 to 2016, and then she was in place 2017 to 2019, and then after that, briefly there was Finn Kelly as well so we've had Libby in between we had uh, one of the Kapoor family yeah, was yeah, one yeah. of the acting Priya. heads Priya so we've had so many different leads of Erinsborough High it's been such a staple of the show the uniforms over the years have mm. changed the set has changed so much it is a staple of Neighbours and it is brilliant it is one of the best parts of the show 
It is. And it's just so exciting. It's got this spin off. Honestly, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't yet had a chance to watch Erin's Bride, just give it a go. It, you will think it's different and you will struggle, I think, for the first probably half of the episode. But I think where it's going to go and where the storyline's going to take us across these few episodes, it's just going to be really exciting. And I hope it's something which they do again. I hope it's not a one-off. I hope that they will go for it again. I really hope so. Or even a different spin-off, but based yeah. on the same format. I think it's been brilliantly written, produced, script registered, the grading, the shots. It is a wonderful piece um, of art. It is so different to Neighbours. It must be so different for the crew working on it to be able to do something where you can get so creative with it. That's what I was going to say. I bet for the crew who've been working on Neighbours for so many years, as much as they love that and their whole heart is in it, I bet they were like, oh, this is a new exciting challenge in the same world of errands, bro. This is like come to work and it's being given a present basically yeah, it's like forget everything you know forget the groundwork of neighbors do what you want yeah and talking of that we must mention again that all folds back to brilliant reg watson who created neighbors mm-hmm. you may have seen on our twitter very exciting news last friday the credits rolled on the international credits for neighbors that means anybody outside of australia and it said created by reg watson for the first time in about seven years it was amazing we literally screamed when we saw it yeah and we don't want to say it's because of hashtag give reg a cred but um it's definitely (laughs) absolutely is um no it's just nice that we you know anyone who listens to our podcast it's so lovely all the tweets that we saw um on ramsey speak which were saying hashtag give reg a cred we all kind of got behind it we wanted it and we just hope that that is the reason why channel 5 decided to pop it back in or whatever reason, you know, it's just great either way to see Reg's name back in the credits. Absolutely. And we noticed that some people mentioned this Friday it disappeared again. What I would just say is that the addition to it last week would have been a last minute change because mm. we we uh, are able to review episodes in advance and his name wasn't on there for the next few weeks. So it could be a change we see over the next few weeks and we hope that's then going to be full time, but that could take a little while to change over. So let's keep the campaign going, but fingers crossed we've got that brilliant man's name in the credits going forward. Exactly. So as we said, make sure you're watching Erin's Brahai. So good. Available on... My Five. My Five, that's what they call it. And also on 10 Play in Australia. And it's also on, I think, RTE Player in Ireland and all over in New Zealand and the rest of the world. We know you all listen from everywhere to us. Will not be on television. Will Just not need be on to television. Clarify. If I get another tweet from someone saying, what time will it be on Channel 5? I do feel for the poor social media team that I have to keep explaining it won't be on the television. It's definitely on my five, <laughs> which and all is the free. Others. It's yes, free, exactly. <laughs> Everyone can watch it. It's free. Okay, so go and check it out. Absolutely, and yeah, I mean, exciting times for Erinsborough with Erinsborough High starting storylines, kind of focus around that slightly outside of that, and in neighbours, don't they? It all kind of ties in. So it's it's a really good time to be watching. I think. And we're in the countdown to Christmas now. We oh, really yeah. are with neighbours. It's exciting. Everything has to look really, really sunny when it's really, really rainy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bless so thank you so much for joining us as always enjoy Erin's Rahai if you haven't watched it if you have tell us your thoughts please tweet us Instagram us Facebook us at Ramsey Speak and tell a friend about our podcast if you listen and watch Neighbours and absolutely love it like we do exactly bye for now see you then bye darling you're disrupting my chakras